I have a complaint. We should get Kate a chair where he sits away, but like we can relay. We can still hear him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when it's like when you have a shitty flavor of something and it tastes like the flavors in the other room. Michelob tonight, of course, boys. Oh, good Michelob. Um, Freddie, what are you? You got a keg? I've heard. I have. I have a mini keg of uh, Dos Equis from HEB. Nice. And it will be empty by the end of this pod. Oh yes, absolutely. I have class early tomorrow. I have class at eleven. That's that's perfect. Wake up, hit a BC powder, and you're off. And then you have to sit in class for 15 minutes and you're back home. No, what I want to say is just for years and years, we've always said it, but this weekend, I noticed it more than ever. The ESPN app sucks. It is awful. What's so bad about it? It just doesn't load. It doesn't load and it hangs on scores and it doesn't update. Like, I can't remember what game I was trying. Oh, I was trying to see the stats of the Mississippi State game. And they didn't have the stats of the Mississippi State game. Like, that's not a small – that's not like – I don't know what it is, but for the last two years, I have not been allowed to click on Pac-12 games and see their stats scores. It's weird. It just sucks. Like, it says you're not allowed to view this, and it's like, really? Like, all my buddies from back home use Yahoo Sports app, and I think I may switch to that. Am I some secret Puerto Rican citizen that they just don't want me seeing? It's just ridiculous. Like, Utah scores. It's not like I was trying to find out, like, the stats of Abilene Christian versus – Tarlington. Tarleton. Tarleton. Tarlington. 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 Let's go to Tarlington and watch the Rangers play. I don't know. It was a shitty week. College football, my season's over. Also, Zach, turn around. He's got kind of like a beaver complex going on back here. You can't see it, but it's swaying back. Move your break your neck. Are y'all um, gonna like start making out or like what? Come on. <laughs> Oh my gosh, my neck is. Let's never start the show. Am I a chiropractor? Let's start the show. This is kind of dysfunctional. Back on track. I'm on NyQuil and alcohol. Go ahead. You, you know, I'm just going to stop really quick. That's really bold of you to assume that the eight and a half is what you're going home with everything else strikes out. I think I need to be prescribed my ADHD medicine again. Probably. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Saturday Morning Shotgun. I am your host, Peyton Seapal. To my right, Zachary Stats. Or Freddie gave him a new nickname, but probably we're not going to do that one. Uh, on the Zegenbach. other side, of the, Zegenbach, Zach. On the other side of the screen is Freddie Hinges. And guess what, Jay. guys? I have a new thing in the background. A new poster. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. But Florida don't... State University, you are... The dad of LSU. Thank you, Murray. We needed clarification on that one because we didn't get it two nights ago. Um, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, that's fun. We'll talk about that. College football is back. It was back in beautiful fashion. It had all the facets of it. Heartbreak, charisma, love, tears, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, it was honestly one of the best week ones, opening weekends from start to finish that I've seen. A lot of great games. Maybe it didn't go my way, but there's some big news. Just we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. We'll so we're going out that. of order. Okay. <laughs> no, we're gonna go in order. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a beautiful weekend. Uh, one word reaction, Zach. Oh fuck, one word. Um, satisfactory. It met all expectations. I love that, Freddie. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. Right. Uh, depression for me. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it really was. It was a great weekend. We saw a lot of ups and downs, a lot of bad football, which is expected in college, which kind of makes it better. In week one, you know. You happens. know, a lot of bad football. Um, but dose. That's the word in Spanish. 12. We were just with Miguel. Yeah, 12. What do we know about 12? Besides it being some cops. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I was going to say we'll do what we are obliged to do first to start off the show. And oh, that's, my goodness. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. You are. It's okay. You're Zach's just you've excited always, for tonight. You've always been known to be a pre-performer. Yeah, yeah fair yeah. enough. Uh, with that being said. Freddie's got a keg. Oh, he has a cup. Uh-huh. He's uh, walked home and carry a big cup. Cheers, Zach. Three and two and one. I'm repping the High Noon Sunsips tonight. I've got the peach flavor. It's incredible. Real vodka, real juice. Woo! Unofficial sponsor of the podcast. I haven't tried the tailgate pack. There's two new flavors. Isn't oh it like my pear and flavors. cranberry? Pear and cranberry. I don't think I'll like pear, but because cranberry vodka. The, they have a pear, uh, they have a pear ranch water, and it's not good, but I think a cranberry would be the cranberry will be very good. Uh, I want to drink that around Christmas time. Yeah, like you just had a glass of whiskey. You don't want a second because you don't want to get too bad for work the next morning. Or so you got a, a you got a bowl game around Christmas time, and you do a cranberry. There's a nice candle, potpourri fit in the background. Oh, I just no. ate 14 plates during Thanksgiving. I'm gonna have a, a cranberry. cranberry to yeah, sip on. I'm in yeah. jeans and a flannel, even though it's 80 degrees outside, just for the aesthetic. Yep. All right. Socially appropriate. Yeah. Big news out of college football. The board of directors have decided that we are moving towards what I wanted the most. I think what Freddie was in favor of. I can't remember. I switched my opinion twice a week. We're moving towards a 12-team playoff. I love this. Huge jump. Love it. We go from four to 12. I think it's great for all assets of college football. I'm going to give my real, my quick real take real quick. College football has the best everything. It has the best pregame. It has the best fans, the best tailgating experience, the best regular season games. Every single year, though, once that's over, we are left with a lackluster postseason. It's the worst postseason in any major sport for some reason, and I think now it's going to be that way. I know Zach's not in favor of it. You wanted eight, correct? I did want eight. Explain. Okay, so – and. Look, I have gone through this in multiple group chats, going through arguments um, with people on both sides. And I will start with, I think every point is valid, but the way I see it, I don't know. I think we should have started with eight um, because here's my reason why. So in college football, for example, it's a 12 game season. So every game is so important. Okay. That makes it fun. That's why we, that's one of the reasons we love it. Because baseball, it's like, oh, this won't happen. But the Rangers swept the Astros. It doesn't affect the Astros. The Astros are still going to win 98 games, 102 games. I don't really care. Um, But in college football, it's like, uh uh-oh, a team that's worse than you uh, beat you. That could impact your season. So I like eight um, just because it still plays a lot of factor into games. And you look at teams, and I know Peyton's going to bring up Utah from last year, but still, regardless, um, you have a 12-team thing. What? How does the first round work, Freddie? Do you want to explain it to me? If you have a twelve-team, I want Freddie to. So it's the f- top four seeds get buys, and then great, thank you. That's eight. all. I, that's oh, all. Sorry. That's all I needed. So if we want the top four teams to have buys, is that us already not saying, oh, they deserve it more than other teams? 
Why don't you have it a way where every, you know, I mean, if you're already admitting that the top four teams get buys, is that not you already saying, oh, these are the four superior teams? But I disagree. Like, what do they that. earn there? In in the NFL, you have the top two. You used to have the top four teams. Now you have the top two teams get buys. It's a special reward for being the best during the regular season. And the other teams still have a shot. I mean, if, okay, say you have a 12 team and then you finally, you play the first round, then you play the uh, quarterfinals where there's eight. You get down to four. In reality, the four final teams anyway are still going to be at least three of the top four teams to begin with. I disagree. Exception of Notre Dame. Like your Ohio States, your Bamas, your Georgias, they're going to win and make it to the semifinals. I disagree. I disagree. All it does is it it gets rid of that argument of, oh, who should have been the fourth? That's all it does. And guess what? If the four seed that they chose uh, for the tournament wins, then we just look like idiots and it's like, well, we just prolonged the playoff for two weeks. See, I, I disagree. Since the BCS, we've seen a, a down downfall in other bowl games, not meaning as much, correct? Like the New York Six, yeah, it's cool to make one. It just doesn't mean as much. It's not as hype as, well, oh, we got the BCS. New York Six is going to be the, the playoff first round. Right, which is great. It makes the regular season so much more competitive. What? It'll be the second round because first round will be home playoff games. Yeah. So not only that. So when would they get, play those? They'll figure it out. I don't really care on what the bowl game's titled, honestly. Um, it's just been in the past few years. It doesn't matter as much. Now you've, you're going to have recruits wanting to go to different schools because they know if, they're in the, if that school is a top 12 school, they've got a chance to win a national championship. Going to make recruiting better. Also, people are saying that teams won't play as hard during the regular season. You're still playing for a top 12 spot, and a lot of teams will still be playing for a first-round buy. So that Iron Bowl, that Michigan-Ohio State at the end of the season, LSU-A&M, God, I don't know after now. Not this year. Not this year for sure, mm -hmm. but maybe in the coming years. Those are teams that are playing for a top three, top two, three, four spot in the conference to get that first round by maybe and to get into the playoff. Home playoff games are going to be insane. I'm going to love that atmosphere. So what do you think is more impactful on recruiting? Think about this. Is it the new NIL thing, or is it really going to be those playoffs? I think they have to complement each other. I think it's going to be – I think the NIL still overrules it. I think recruiting. they have to complement each other. Freddie, what's your take? I, I, don't, I, think a, I don't think – sorry, Freddie. This is my last thing, there, and there then I'm go. done. I know I don't normally go too crazy on things, but this one I want to talk on. Whenever you have a school – let's just pick a team that's 12 to 15 normally most years. Let's say Oregon, okay, because Oregon's a great example of – even in down years, they still somehow make the uh, Rose Bowl and they'll go 10 and three, you know, or even nine and four. Does a recruit really go up? Oh, well, we might get the 12 seed. I'm going to go to Oregon. Or are they going to be like, oh, Oregon just offered me a $10 million NIL deal. It's clearly the NIL is going to still drag it more. Right. NIL but the NIL will be king. Yeah. But I think, I, I don't know. For a long time, I was a big 12, prof- 12 team proponent or fan or whatever the fuck you want to say. And I don't know. I mean, if you think about it, like how many of those 12, 12 seeds could make an impact really at the end of the day? Like, yeah, they might be able to beat the five seed, but at the I, the next week, that five seed was still probably going to lose to the Eight, four seed or whatever it is. Right. And I just Exactly. I think, like Utah still lost as the 12 overall they seed lost because to they a very not trying hard Ohio State team. I exactly. Their quarterback in the top – their third receiver. 
I think if you if you're gonna do that, you go four to eight, and then if eight's just still not enough, then you go twelve. I feel like four to twelve is just a massive jump, and you got to go eight first. But it's here's here. why I don't agree yeah. with that. You have a team like Utah that was so hot towards the end of the season last year, and yeah, they they lost to Ohio State. They lost because their quarterback got injured. If if Cam Rising doesn't get injured in that in Rose Bowl. They win that game. You have a team but, like, but, but if it's a playoff game, they get stomped because Ohio State has all their players playing in it and not have yeah. people sitting out, and they lose that game. I don't think Ohio State had a lot of people sitting out. Yes, they did. They yes, had their they top did. two receivers out: Garrett yeah. Wilson and uh, what's the guy from uh, Chris Olave? Yeah, they and they had like three defensive players out. Yeah, that's you're still. It's still your you're receiver still, number. Still, but those are those are two top two receivers this year. That's what I'm saying. Is those receivers? Nowadays, with a 12-team format, they don't have to go to Ohio State. They can go somewhere else. They're still going to go to Ohio They're State. They're still going to go to Ohio State. Cash I don't King, think it's going to be there. Yeah, you Cash just... is king, and NIL has made it to where now we're looking at Tennessee, who's getting a lot of recruits because they have cash. We're looking at Miami, who's getting a lot of recruits because they have cash. We're looking at a and who got a shit ton of fucking recruits because they have cash. Always been, like, they've always been a quote-unquote blue blood. I mean, they they were – so good in the 90s and 80s and shit they're bound to come back at some point you can't just put that all on recruiting i'm just saying we're entering into the next five to ten years of college football it's drastically changing we've now got nil we've got um excuse me we've got a 12 team playoff and now we've got i know he's going to be around for a few more years i don't think he stays the whole contract once saban leaves college football landscape is going to open big it's not just going to be alabama dominating every year you're still going to have the teams that dominate. I think it's going to readjust itself. Everything always settles, and you're going to have more teams being able to compete. You're going to have a team like Pittsburgh last year where Kenny Pickett does play in the bowl game, and, and Pittsburgh may make it and knock off a of Cincinnati. It's going to be a March Madness effect, sure. and I think it's going to be mean, fun. Okay, yes, we're going to have that occasional first-round upset. And sure, but it's but not going to be half a way different but game. What than do we want? Do we want a shot where, hey, maybe you started out with a loss or you started, you you lose? Oh, I didn't know you're a Notre Dame fan. What are you talking about? Well, you're just saying that because they lose early. I mean, we don't, we no. can't argue about Notre Dame anymore. They're going to make it no matter what. About, if there's 12 no, teams. I'm talking about, do you want, do we want to continue the normal format of, Hey, do we really just want to see Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and Clemson in the playoff every year? Well, if they're the best eight, four teams, they don't. deserve it. That's how it works. Yeah. Right, but don't you want to give – why can't we give every other team a shot? We do it in then every other sport. maybe be better, and then they'll get into the playoff. But every other sport has bigger playoffs. That's not a playoff. That's a fucking invitation. But, in, but like in basketball, for example, Baylor, if they're a four seed, is more likely to beat a one seed Gonzaga more often than if – a 12 seed Utah a 12, plays yeah. Ohio State. Yeah. Maybe. We they saw a 12 seed Ohio State. We saw a, a Utah team take no, Ohio State to the wire know, with an injured quarterback. No, we know it's true because the top teams in the NFL still I 13 games. I, but when, if this, when was the last time we saw a number one seed or number a number one seed in the NFL win a Super Bowl? Like the number one overall seed? Titans? No. The uh, two years ago with the Bucks. The year before, the Bucks with... weren't the one. Oh, yes, weren't they the... were. No, the they year, weren't. The year before was with the Chiefs. Okay. Chiefs weren't that top seed. Well, and if we want to go by it, the top team last year was the Rams. Uh-huh. They were the top team. They, uh, they the lost. Team. They were the best. They team. weren't they the number the one overall seed. That was the Packers. 
Okay. And it's just like the NFL. Ohio State is the force, or it's just like the same thing with college football. Ohio State was the four seed and they but still. But why won. don't we want more football? As football fans, I can't wrap my head around the fact that people are complaining we about We still more get football. more football because the five through 12 teams still play in a big bowl. Then what's the difference in having eight and having 12? There's just four more teams. And if they get shit on, they get shit on. Because I'd rather watch four competitive games and six blowouts or two no, competitive we games. Have blow, we've, had a, we've had two or we've had one or two blowouts in every single playoff that we already have. Yeah, but you have those. Why not invite hotter teams? My perfect example of this is 2014 or 2015. I can't remember which one it was when you had Baylor and TCU that both should have been in the playoff, but because they didn't have a conference championship that year, neither of them were less left out. Both of them were left out. And that's so not anybody's fault except for the Big 12's fault. That's what that is. But that's why they instituted a Big 12 championship a afterwards. It's different, is it not? Well, that's the whole point. It doesn't matter. That's, that's still on the Big 12. Okay, whatever. I'm. We agree to disagree. I, mean, I think that's how this goes. I think that's. I think that's fair to say. We we agree to disagree on this. I, I'm in a fan of. I'm in favor of more football fans. Tell us what you think. And I'm excited about it. All right, okay. I just I was trying to delay then this next the recap of week one as long as possible. Well, we should go in order, so it's all right. We'll talk about you at the end. <sighs> Fine. I thought I mean Thursday was a perfect. I lost some bets. I I think my wording for this segment was perfect. It was the perfect pilot. Yeah, the, the perfect start to a college football. Season. Freddie, give us your thoughts on Thursday. It was. Woo. Um, man, I. You know, I'm not one to usually put money on games but first day of the season i was really excited made some bets with the fellas got some wing stop i was really just having a good time and gosh darn west virginia just destroyed my heart you know um i was really confident in jt daniels and them going to the game they played well it was just a fucking uh i don't know just that that seeing that Dropped pass for the pick six kind of destroyed my day. But yeah, West Virginia loses to Pittsburgh in the first uh, and backyard Pitts, bowl. And and we'll and talk about later. Pitt's forever. not done. No. Their tough stretch begins. No, yeah, yeah. it does. Uh, first was I'm it first in 11 about... years? First backyard bowl in 11 yeah. years? Uh, since 2007. 15. Yeah. 15. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, um, fun fact, because we're not going to review it, but just a stat, Zach stats I saw. When, so this year, Alabama started their season with a uh, – they won and they held their opponent to zero. What was the last year that Alabama held their opponent to zero in the opening week? I don't I know. I think it's got to be a while. The first week of the season for Bama, what was the last year they held their opponent to zero? Yes, 2012, okay. Oh, nine. Let's, t- let's talk 20th century, 1998. Shocker. Wow. I saw it today, and I was like, "You're Gene Stallings, me. 24 years." Gene Stallings, the head coach. Actually, Bleacher Report was idiots and said 34 years, but they showed 1998. I went ahead and looked it up. It was still 1998. Yeah. That's that's 24 years. Congratulations, job, Bleacher, Report. Bleacher Report reporters are fucking idiots. News yep. 11. What else is that? Um, but isn't that kind of um, crazy though? 24 years. The first time in Saban's career they held their first opponent Fred, to a shutout. Freddie liked my joke there. That was a good one, Pete. That was. A I'm good sorry, one. but if you listen to Bleacher Report, they're the worst. Peyton's they're the worst. Stuff. Sports reporters on the Peyton, entire planet. Peyton, do you want what? to talk about your uh, your dark horse for Heisman out of the Big Twelve or Big Ten? Sorry, my apologies. Aiden O'Connell. Oh yeah, you want to talk about them? Yeah, I'll talk about him. Hang on one second. Uh, Aiden O'Connell. But real quick, while he's looking it up, I'll talk no, about I it. I want Penn State and Purdue had a thriller. We can all agree on that. Um, 
I mean, let's be honest. Penn State sacked up and they went down the field and got it done. When Stop. They I got to talk about. I got to talk about West Virginia real quick. Okay. Uh, I want to give a special shout out. I've got a a great. I've got a running thread that I kept this weekend. Of college coaches are just bad. Neil Brown, coach of West Virginia, you have fourth and inches from your own forty-six yard line. You're up a touchdown. In. No, this you may think this next statement is an exaggeration. It's not. They had a running back that averaged 18.4 yards a carry. What does Neil Brown do with four minutes left, up seven? Fourth and inches from his own 48, almost midfield. Even if I heard that, I okay, and you can call me dumb, but give your point. I think I would still punt it because you're at midfield. You nope. ru- no, you pull a Scott Frost and you ruin the momentum. You you don't have any momentum. You're, you're up seven. You have all the momentum in the world. You're up seven. You have a running back that's averaging. He punted it. Yes, he punted it. Pins, uh, uh, what's it called? Hello. Purdue, Pittsburgh. Purdue. Penn State. Pitt, Pittsburgh. Thank you. There's a oh, lot of P's here. Penn cool. State, Purdue, Pittsburgh, West Virginia. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh, they punt it. West Virginia punts it. Pittsburgh goes down the field. They score. JT Daniels, who looked phenomenal. I'm sorry. He's still one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. I feel bad for him. Throws a perfect. He's got a good gig now. Better. I mean, they still lost. Throws a perfect ball to his receiver. It flies through the tips off the receiver's hands. Not his fault. Not his fault at all. And uh, Pittsburgh wins. All right. Okay. But if you take that, sorry, little devil's advocate here. So if you take that and you have. So it's what thirty shit. What was it? What was it? It was thirty-one, thirty-one at that point, right? And West Virginia's driving. I mean, if you play the game, if if the cards fall your way and your wide receiver doesn't drop that ball wide open, you're down the field with what a minute and a half left, and you kick the game-winning field goal. That's game. Pick six doesn't happen. You still win that game, even if you give up the field goal right there. I mean, if you give the touchdown to tie the game. So punting is not a bad situation there. They didn't lose that game because they punted. They lost that game because wide receiver dropped the interception or dropped the ball and they ran it back for right, the interception. Right, but if, if, if here's the thing, if you go down the field, you either score a touchdown or you kick a field goal, you've got a two-score game. But real what hard. if you get stopped there? Either way, they still have the ball. I mean, it's punting's the, punting's the right option there. But there's less opinion. time off the clock. Yeah, I don't know. I just wouldn't have punted in that situation. Yeah, Aiden O'Connell threw for 356 yards and a touchdown, no interceptions. I still like Aiden O'Connell. I think how many the passing best attempts was it though? Yeah, it was fifty-eight passing attempts. Fifty percent. What was his fifty percent completion? It's not great. Still threw for three hundred fifty-six yards. I mean, so does against Grant, a, So did Graham Harrell whenever they played attack. Yeah, it doesn't mean he was fine. good. It doesn't mean he was good, but it doesn't mean he was bad. Graham Harrell was a great quarterback. Which he, had, of, he, he got was, invited to New York for the Heisman. Which, well, speaking of, Graham Harrell was actually a coordinator on one of the teams that played this weekend. I can't remember. It was, I think, one of the Thursday nights, actually. Um, it was whatever you call it, West Virginia. Yeah. But, I mean, anyway, two great games to start off our season. Let's go into – Why don't we like Aiden O'Connell? What did he do to us? Nothing, nothing. Um, I want to skip crazy finishes. We'll – Finish with that classic um, across the country. We're going to go through some games. We'll make this brief. We'll make it quick. Obviously, a lot of our fans right now are AM, uh, but we won't make it an AM show. Uh, our first game we'll look at is Sam Houston came to College Station, 
31 nothing. a very weird, like, eight-hour game because of rain delay. Right. Kind what of a beautiful eight-hour game. I've got one sentence on this. If we played bad, if A&M played bad and they beat a team 31-0, to I'm excited for what it means when they play A good. team that was removed from an FCS championship a, a year and a half ago, technically, and will be an FCS school in a year from now. Just my my thoughts. They will be in the uh, Atlantic, right? Uh, yeah, A&M. They'll be, yeah, defense. one of those. I have a take. A&M is, is Clemson. Clemson is A&M. They have an incredible – both have incredible defenses and both have mid – as of right now, mid-offenses. I think that the – I think we shouldn't hang our shoes on Hans King yet. No. I um, think he, he makes some bad decisions. It's his first game of the season. He's still very young in, in his in – his, College career. Look, I get it. Yeah, sometimes as an Aggie fan, I mean, we're looking for better. But I will take that motherfucker nine times, ten times I mean, out of ten over the guy hey, we had last year. Yeah, all of you haters of Haynes King, okay? Um, did Kellen Mon look this good his no. first three years? No. Did uh, Calzada look that good besides Bama last year? No. I mean, like, we'll take what we can get. We were so, we are so, uh, what is the word for it? Um, where we expect more than we should get, kind of thing. Uh, we, yes. Basically, yeah, exactly. I, I feel like we just expect so much out of our quarterbacks. In reality, there's only like five to ten elite quarterbacks, okay. and just because we don't have one, it's okay. He's better so far than the rest of our quarterbacks since Johnny have been in their first few starts. Okay. You're okay with who you kiss and say la vie. Cute. Um, but next game, AM wins 31-0. Scary game upcoming this week. We'll talk about that later. Next game was our game of the week. Notre Dame at Ohio State. Ohio State played it close, but then they pulled away late in the second half with a couple of scores, winning 21 to 10. Two things from that game. Freddie, you want to give yeah, your thoughts um, on that? You were right. I was self admit it. I I was right, but not for what I thought I was going to be right for. I thought this was going to be like a 49-42 blowout. Or not blowout, right. but barn burner. I just thought the defense – I thought Shroud was going to fucking just throw the ball over that field, but that didn't happen. Wow. And at OSU defense held up a lot better than I thought it was going to. So, we'll see what happens. Wow. Obviously, uh, week one, I mean, they Notre Dame could have a shitty offense. I mean, also, first I'm not saying Notre Dame has bad defense. Yeah. Yeah. CJ Cloud kind of looks like Roseanne Barr out there. I mean, it is week one. For all you young um, people who don't know who that is, just look up the TV show Roseanne. It will be nice here. Georgia played for, Oregon. For, hang on. Freddie, who's Roseanne Barr? She's from, oh, I'm thinking, wait, is it Roxanne or is it Roseanne, the TV show? Roseanne. It's Roseanne. That you're talking so you about? The TV show. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. No, I think Ohio State looks beatable and Notre Dame. I once again they played very well. Marcus Freeman can't make adjustments to save his goddamn life. I mean, it, I mean it, it, that game was winnable and he just didn't. All right. Um, yeah. So this is my one cussing of the episode. In the next 230 slot, <laughs> Bo Nix, you stop. No, suck. no, no. I want to just preface this. Uh, there was a final score of 49 to 3, and I want to let everybody know that Georgia beat the goddamn ever-living motherfucking shit out of the Oregon Ducks. Freddie! All Freddie! Freddie! Frederick! Buddy. William! William Frederick Hendricks. Frederick William Hendricks. At least He's you're wearing a Chargers, Chargers hat on. <laughs> my co-host, my incredibly talented co-host, 
Let me hear it. Bo Nix, Dark Horse for Heisman. Bo Nix is going to be great. Bo Nix looked like a homeless man on opioids out there. He was throwing shit to things that he wasn't seeing. Give us your take. Let me just like paint a picture for you guys. So you're at the Adam game. Okay. Uh, rain delay happens. You stay for an hour. And then finally, you're like, fuck it. Let's go home. Oregon game is about to start. You leave the AM game for the Oregon game. And while simultaneously you're watching UFC event because you have money on the two fights. Simultaneously, you lose your parlay uh, with UFC and you're watching your can, a 1B football team get massacred by someone who has the nickname of Mailman um, and Kirby Smart's fat fucking ass. Um, it was just so fun. He's fat. He's not Sam Pittman fat, but he's he's a fat shit. No. Hey, give me a whole lot of this. Hey, hang on, hang on. No, So Grace Bridges, you know, Griff's girlfriend, is sleeping on our couch. Okay. She's napping between the game. Every five seconds, I'm accidentally waking her up because I'm just fucking screaming at Bo Nix the whole time. Yeah. I we stopped watching the game at halftime. So I have no idea what happened in the second half. I know that they gave up seven straight. They didn't touchdowns. they didn't improve the score. Yeah, no. Uh also, I think Georgia might just be a freight train. I mean, I'm not saying it's already like, like that's yeah, Georgia looks really, lost, really, but they look fucking, really good. fucking good. They look really good. Do you see uh, Sam Pittman? He uh, he 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 ain't promoting it. He ain't promoting it. But he ain't he's fan smoke cold beer. He may have one or not, but he he ain't promoting it. Or that stupid fat fuck. I hate that man. Now he did win me money. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Arkansas, they, KJ Jefferson looks like shit without Traylon Burks. Yeah. Oh God. Again, news at 11. Um, to the, no, 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 no. I want to talk about Bo Nix. Oh, okay. Well, do well, your thing. Yeah. I do not need to. But Bo Nix looks, I just want to reiterate the Bo Nix look like shit. Uh, I thought this, the second interception was my favorite when he that started. Was so uh, fucking bad. Yeah, that was interception wasn't bad. That was a good ball. The wide receiver didn't make a read on it, and the fucking cornerback just snagged it. That was fine. Yeah, no, but That's the second happened. one was second great. One was, it was god a fucking eight yard awful. comeback route where the safety just came down in the middle, and Bonex just. I mean, they basically running. could have said, "Hi, sir, what would you like for dinner? Football? Okay, here it you go." It was pretty much Georgia was just running fucking man on everything, so they started running wide receiver okay. screens. They switched to a zone. You know Bo can't read man it. coverage. Ooh. Doesn't that shit work? Man coverage works, doesn't it? Press coverage? Isn't that insane how that works? Oh, my God. Uh, Freddie, are you all in on Ty Thompson? No. Okay. Freddie's still we delusional. We still have things to say. On to the next game. Uh, again, I want to reiterate uh, myself. Is- I had to stop my uh, viewing of The Hobbit to watch the end of this because this guy was just sensational. I've got to stop. Anthony Richards. <laughs> I've got to stop shitting on coaching hires that I think are bad because Billy Napier went out there and coached his ass off. And, and he looked inspired. This is, I think I hate this team more than Alabama now. Yeah, Florida. I mean, they beat Utah, number 7, 29-26, a game that I knew. And jumped to number and 12. Sorry, I got They jumped to 12 in the ring. We rankings. can go back on the audio, but I think I picked Florida last week. No, I you I definitely did not. Yeah. You definitely I, 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 I definitely bet you liked, Florida. You liked Utah to win the uh, Pac-12, so you picked. I them. did, but I think I as I think we changed. It might we might have recorded too early. I mean, it doesn't impact what Utah does in the Pac-12, but I mean, yeah. I mean, regardless, wow, the Rangers are actually winning. We're on a nine-game losing streak the day of us. Um, but Utah, Florida, we'll get into this a little bit more later. I know we will. 
No, um, it was a great finish. I mean, great. Again, I got a I got a coaching thing. Cam Rising, man. I love you, but that is just one pass you cannot make. Also, I actually go back to the Notre Dame Ohio State game. This is another coaching. It's just a bulletin. It's very quick. Marcus Freeman, you're down 11 points. There's three and a half minutes left, and you punt. You're like you're 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 not in your you're not deep in your own territory. Gave up. There's th- you just said, hey, Ohio State, Buckeyes, go get your first win of the season. Ryan Day. Uh, Ryan Day still drastically overrated. Utah, Florida. While I bet Florida, while I wanted them, I I picked them to win. Um, Anthony Richardson looked phenomenal out there. He threw for what 250, 70 yards, and he ran for another hundred. No, under two hundred. Under two hundred <laughs> passing yards. But he, he was phenomenal. Threw for 168 yards. Yeah. Wow. Ran for under six. Really not that good. But that doesn't matter because he made it happen. They won, and he made some great plays. Kyle Whittingham from Utah, come on down. You're the next contestant on. Oh my God, Peyton Seaball thinks you're a bad coach. You have the ball. Run the damn ball. There's a minute 45 left. You're inside your own five-yard line. You have another timeout. Run the ball. Freddie's has a drastic take on that. I don't know. I thought that passing play on the last play was just not a – it wasn't a good play. Well, it just wasn't a good pass. It wasn't, it wasn't a good, a good pass. option. I still think Cam Rising's a very good quarterback. Don't get me wrong on that. Run the ball. Just run the ball. You're at the two-yard line. I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid. No, that's the game Pretty that you need... on that? What, Utah? Yeah, or do we want to move on to our UTSA that's all. Houston? I know, oh, I know Peyton's cool. not going to talk about this game, but I'll talk about it if you don't want to either. UTSA Houston? No, no this, was, this was a great game. It, it was a fantastic game. A great game. I was having dinner. Uh, Triple overtime. What was it? Uh, UTS. This should be on I'm our – I'm not talking. No, yeah, no, you don't need to be. Uh, this was on our crazy finishes. I know, bye. Um, it was a great, crazy finish. It was probably number three for the weekend. UTSA storms the field at the end of regulation, ties it up. They go into triple overtime with our new overtime format. Um, I hate that shit, by the way. Yeah, I do too. I have a theory on how it should be played. But regardless, Houston comes out with the dub. Um, and yeah, I mean, UTSA, UTSA had a dumb play on third overtime throwing a deep fade that went out of bounds. I don't think you should do that unless you have a true number one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, UTSA gave them a fight, showed they're still a relevant team, but Houston is saying, hey, we want to be the top non-Power 5 school, and they are just a Arkansas way, I believe, from doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very high on them. I, I think they're going to be pretty damn good. I think Dan is finally switching things over there, and – We'll see what happens. They actually got moved down in the rankings, which is kind of nuts. They were 24 last week, not at 25. Uh, yeah. And UTSA had a 11-game home win, win streak, something like that. They hadn't lost a home game since 2020. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which um, is kind of nuts. Which shout out to, real quick about home games, shout out to the Plano East Panthers. Their varsity team won their first true home game in three years last Friday night. Uh, against a former last year playoff team in Naaman Forest. They're 2 0 to start the year, and based on schedule, they could be 5 0. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Uh, let's go on to Pam. Yeah, sure. Well, I was going to talk about two things uh, UNC Appalachian State, probably the 
most underrated game. We're gonna of the get weekend. to that. That's what we were Are getting we? to. Oh, that's some crazy. No, finishes. I was just saying we're gonna talk about coaching this weekend. New coaches this year. Hang new on. coaches okay. in Division One finished nineteen and eleven. Not a yeah, they great weren't very record. good. And a lot of a lot of other coaches weren't very good year. I wrote down East Carolina kicking, but I can't remember my take on that. There was something bad in that game. Well, they, they missed a PAT two. and. I feel good with like a oh, minute right. half left. So he, no, he didn't get it blocked like another team. He missed it. I missed a field goal and missed a P or missed a field goal earlier. Missed a PAT missed, earlier. No, missed a PAT and then missed a field goal. Okay. Oh my God. East Carolina head football coach. I don't know who you are. Go for two. At that point, you know, your kicking's not that great. No, Zach, just keep talking. Go for two. You have. A 13th ranked team. Okay, Freddie doesn't like Mike Houston. No, Mike Houston. I, I, I wasn't. Oh. And Scotty when, Montgomery. I'm sorry. When you, when you rub <laughs> your face, you're either oily or I think you're mad at me. Um, sleepy. That's all. Are you oily? No, just sleepy. I stayed up. I stayed up very, very late last night watching some Hulu original. I shouldn't have done that. But anywho. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. You're a true warrior. Thank you. got you. class at 11 tomorrow. Um, How do you do it? I envy you so goddamn much right now. But anyway, coaching this weekend, 19-11 for new coaches. Uh, Scott Frost, you were a fourth quarter away from being tied, basically, to North Dakota. Someone just tried to pull on our doorknob. It's Did locked. they really? Yes. Uh, wait, no. It's actually unlocked. I don't and... know how that happens. Uh, but anyway. Hang on. We're um, going to pause this podcast very quickly. No, we're not. Um, anyway, Peyton, we're or, and Freddie, we're going to talk about this crazy finishes. Some big ones here in college football this week. We had one of, one of them drastic has, changes. Yeah, one of the uh, crazy finishes has to do with Anum's next opponent, in Appalachian State. Um, did you watch any of that game? Oh my gosh, they're yelling at someone. Nice. Did you watch any of that game, Appalachian and UNC? Because holy shit, uh, you. Appalachian scored 40 points in the fourth quarter. Um, what happened? Uh, I think someone's about to die. But that's cute. Sorry about that. Yes, Appalachian State did score 40 in the fourth quarter. We almost died. Oh my god! It's fucking nuts. Um, Brad, and now survivor, almost home invasion survivor. Wow, you have really been through the the I'm, fucking I'm the rogue. fucking ringer. Wow, thoughts and prayers. But yeah, you know UNC, for those of you who somehow did not watch, Appalachian State went down the field. They scored. They went for two to tie it. They didn't get it. So then they had to onside with 30 seconds left. UNC recovers the onside, runs it back. And then App State goes down the field in the last 20 seconds to go down by two with a touchdown. Crazy. And then they go for two again and they lose. So 63-61, App State scores 40 in the fourth quarter. Mac Brown, what are you doing, dude? Don't be doing a happy dance when your team just gave up 40 and a quarter to a not power five school. Yeah, but did you see that run back on the outside kick? That was cool. Yeah, did not only that, did you see the players just absolutely hit the shit out of them on that run back? Really? I'm not lying. Dude, the entire it, App State kickoff team got fucking massacred. They got massacred. And then the next time they sent them, they sent like the second team. Special teams out there, and the guys were like, Mm-mm, "I'm not, uh, uh-uh, nope, not a." They, 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 they were like, "There's coach, there's no need to call this onside kick right now. I'm not doing this." Um, 
All right, let's. And then the game to round hey. us off besides Georgia Tech Clemson. Because I want to save my eardrums, Peyton. I'm gonna go use the bathroom. You go ahead and talk. I'm not gonna yell, Freddie. I went through the five stages of uh, grief before the third quarter. So, really? I, I'm, yeah, oh yeah. No, yeah. What are the, What are they? They're uh, uh, denial. Acceptance is the end. Acceptance is the end. I know depression is one. Bargaining is one. What's the Five stages of grief. Uh, oh, you're such a cocksucker. God damn it. You're no. so good at your you're job, You're such Freddy. a You're so good bitch. at your job. I hate you so goddamn much. Freddie, talk so the fans can see it. Oh, man. Oh, you. It is Brian Kelly throwing up the L. Uh, denial, denial happened in the first uh, couple drives where I was like, or the first quarter, I was like, surely this can't be the same result. Then there was anger. There was a lot of anger. Then it was bargaining, like, all right, maybe, you know, you know, maybe Florida State's good. We're going to come out second half. Then it was depression. That hit around the third quarter. That's when I accepted the loss. I wasn't even expecting to be still be in it. And then uh, acceptance has come in the last few days. I, I still can't believe you did that. I, if I was good at editing stuff, I would have something for Freddie next week, but I'm, I don't. Um, yeah, LSU lost 24 to 23 against Florida State. Again, a crazy last two minutes, though. Crazy, crazy last two minutes. All right, Freddie. I'm going to cuddle you when I come into town. Just know that. You are not uh, entering my bedroom in any fashion. I'm so proud I'm of so you. I'm so tired of you treating me like I'm a, some fucking schmuck. Anyway. Um, Freddie just showed he has humor. That was he funny. Did. You have to admit. That was, that funny. was funny. funny. That was um, funny. Anyway. Yeah, we lost 24-23, to uh, a game that we shouldn't have been in. Jaden Daniels is the only highlight of that. Did you know I actually looked this up today? Um, on EPA, which is uh, – tell me what it means, Freddie. EPA in college football. It's the same thing as war, but in football. Wouldn't above replacement, so – Basically, it's something points. Um, give, me, give me expected points added. So it's whatever – this player will get you this amount of points. Mm. <clears throat> on a that it was valued on that and basically the number one top performer of the quarterback ranking of all quarterbacks in college football week one did you know who was number one Bryce Young Jaden Daniels Bo Nix he, he was 25 of 34 for 220 yards two touchdowns he ran for an 115 yards no interceptions no fumbles we still lost. The same problems that we've had the last two years are still there. No discipline. Bad offensive line. And the linebackers don't think they're in Disneyland. I'm glad you say that because people I've heard that I love think that Jaden Daniels didn't do well. Sure, you he know, wasn't you know, Aaron Rodgers over the air, but he was Jane Daniels was the only thing that kept us in that he game. He was good. You know what's okay, crazy? Is that, what? you know how this week we're starting our new three stars of the week? I yeah. if we had four stars, Jaden Jaden Daniels was my honorable mention for a star. Jaden so, was good. Jaden was good. Played out of his mind. He played very well. He's People extremely fast. And here's the thing: he's not. Yeah, his field vision isn't that great. He can improve on that. Looking off his first option, looking looking towards the second and third. But he takes care of the ball, and he doesn't make stupid mistakes. He didn't throw an interception. He doesn't carry the ball with with just you know 
lackluster grace as he's running through the field. You know who else completes the ball and does uh, not turn it over? That Tennessee quarterback. Hendon Hooker. Cough, cough. Yeah, it uh, could be very, very good. good. Uh, but, yes, yeah, stars of the week, Freddie. I'm glad you brought that up. We're going to move on into that. We're going to do a one-star, two-star, and three-star athlete of the week. These are our top performers. I can't believe unless you lost. Uh, Peyton, do you want to go first or Freddie? I hate everything. Freddie, go I'll go for first. It. Go, no worries. Who's your one-star? One My one-star one is, is freshman quarterback Drake May from UNC. Uh, last oh, week yeah. against Fortaleza. Oh, now. I forgot to announce. I, I, I promise I don't mean to interrupt you there. I forgot to announce we didn't discuss this. Sam Harmon. No. No, that can, too. Sam that as well. Sam Hartman's back. Real play. quick, one, two, no. Well, hey, why Sam don't we Hartman. wait? Why don't Peyton? Why don't we wait and talk about that at the very end? Since your other since the other team is our last game of the week. Anywho, that's not my um, other team. I changed. Anyway, guys, this podcast Freddy. is it's a battle. It's a battle. It's like playing battleship. Me and Freddie, we call E six every other week. To see who can give the other one the biggest migraine. And I love Freddie. I don't think Freddie loves me. I think Freddie needs a lot of, I don't know. Emotional support. And a lot of emotional support. Psychiatric help. Whatever it may be. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I did announce that I was a BYU fan. And I, for, I had forgotten that um, they're deeply implemented in a lot of things that would get me fired from a job. So I'm going to get uh, stay away from that. Sure. So, so let's go back to our stars of the week. Right. But did you Thank not see you. who my, my other new team was? No. I'm riding with – I'm a North Carolina fan. Okay, cool. They're not expected to do well. But well, now they and should. And they've got Drake great May colors. They've got great colors. And Thank Jordan you Brandy. for interrupting my first star of the week for that, Peyton. That was really nice. So Drake May. I will, I will Anywho. Anywho. Um, so, yeah, last week, Drake May, we didn't really get – we talked about him a little bit, but not much. Uh, went to Florida A&M. He had threw for 78%. Uh, 294, five touchdowns, had another 76 yards and a touchdown on the ground. This week against Appalachian State in the 63-61 game, uh, he threw for 20, it was 24 for 35, which is 68%, 352 yards, four touchdowns, and had another 55 yards on the ground in four attempts. So that's kind of nuts. So Nice. My, uh, my one-star athlete of the week is a name most people do not know. His name is Michael Wright, the starting quarterback for the Vanderbilt Commodores. This week? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Last no, week? no, both weeks. So let me let me get into this. So last year, Mike Wright stats. Basically, his touchdown to turnover ratio was one, one to one. Okay, not great stats at all. Yeah, exactly. One to one for every touchdown he had. He had basically a turnover. This year, he is without a turnover. Has over ten touchdowns so far. Um, and I know they've had two games. But he is number three in the country in rushing yards as a quarterback, and he's not turning over the ball. Good for him, man. I, I, and this is kind of a pity thing, but man, he, he's playing very fucking well. And I want to give Mike Wright his credit. Mike Wright has played very well for Vanderbilt. Two and zero. Congrats. You still will win a maximum, maximum of four games. Maximum. These were the two easiest on your schedule, but good for you. Uh, I'm happy. Who bet the Who bet the team total on Vanderbilt? At two and a half on the over. Uh, I think I had it at two or three. So I, I, have, right I, I bet the over actually on, on, uh, on the sports book. Um, 
So, okay, so one star is three, right? It's like it's third is place. Number, it's third place. Okay, I'm going to give third place to a guy that we're all very and, – And fans, we're not giving you our Bryce Youngs, our C.J. Strouds of the world. Oh, God, okay. no. Um, uh, I had this, and uh, it went away on the computer, and I hate this. Um, give me uh, five seconds. Freddie, how are your classes going? They're good. Um, I have a paper due tomorrow. Who are your teachers this year? Um, I don't know, honestly. I don't know their names. Okay, so Freddie hasn't been to class yet. That's a good use of $9,000 a year. All right. So a team that Zach selected to be very high in the ACC, Jeannie Hinges, if you're listening to this, your son's not going to class. Um, Hi, Andrew. He's setting a good example for you. How's Andrew's rush going? Does he hate his life yet? Absolutely. Okay, orange. Let's go orange. <laughs> so Zach selected Louisville and Scott Satterfield, which has turned out to be an abysmal disaster to be a, a very good team in the in the ACC, which is – they have a good quarterback. We thought Malik coming You would think Malik But my God, him. Syracuse kicked the ever-living shit out of them. 31-7. to 7, A guy that we – Lee Corso called it. We love his tweets. We loved his Are you tweets. fucking kidding me? Did I steal yours? And then me and Zach are the same third star. I have no stars left. One star of the week, Sean Tucker, running back of Syracuse. We really need to discuss these beforehand. That way we don't have overlapping. We'll figure that out. We're still very young in the podcast game. 21 carries, 98 yards, and a touchdown. Of course, that's pretty good. Okay, it's, it's good stats, but we got to move to – We've got to read Sean, Sean Tucker's tweet. I mean, he's back. Give it to me. Give it to me. And here it is. Sean Tucker, last night we started the 2022 season at home, and the fans really showed out. We won. We won. No comma. Syracuse 31, Louisville 7. I'm pleased with my performance and outcome of the game. I rushed for 98 yards, touchdown, and six receptions for 85 yards and a touchdown. We balled out, and we're just getting started. Hashtag please. Sean Tucker, when he graduates, college football is going to be in the worst place. I know your background's very funny, Freddie. That's that's great. I have a background for you next week. Um, if he can figure it out, I'm going to need you to edit a photo though, because I need. <laughs> I'm going to troll you, but I need you to do it blindfolded. Um, that's my one star, Freddie. Go ahead. Well, you stole yeah, my two star. So, Zach, you go on ahead for your two star. Yeah, my uh, two-star was a wide receiver from the University of Arizona, Jacob Kelling. Uh, three touchdowns the other night. Uh, freaking stud, man. I mean, Arizona came out, and they did something they haven't been able to do in four or five years. Win? Win a football game. Okay. Um, and he, I'm going to make it simple. He he balled out. He was their big reason on their passing offense. And Jaden Delora also had a great game, 299 yeah. yards and four touchdowns. So, Jacob Cohen, congrats. You They've got a big game stars. next week. Mississippi State, Arizona. Well, Mississippi State's going to probably win. They're going to win that. Mississippi State looks also – they also look very good, despite their nine-hour thunder delay. Uh, my two-star of the week is a guy that we've already spoken about tonight, and even though he lost, I want to give a shout-out to Jaden Daniels. Um, he really had a good game. That's my two-star of the week. We've already discussed his stats. Threw for over 200 yards, ran for over 100, and had two touchdowns. No picks, no anything. On a 73% completion percentage. Very good. Freddie, go ahead. Your three-star. Three star. Freddie wants to castrate Reed. Zach oh. and I have the same three-star. Well, hang on. I'll let him do it. Can no, you not Freddie, interrupt you know. me? I'm going to kill you. 
I just, you can kill me all you want. I just fumbled my words so badly. No, no, I actually stole it straight from Zach. So well, you want me to go off. for it? Uh, yeah, you got it. I mean, you can't say it. I know it's a household name of a school, Florida. Uh, Anthony Richardson, how do you not pick him, man? Like, dude, balled out on the big stage. Showed me, and it's funny, because this guy's first game was against Florida, and it's funny I'm picking a guy from Florida. He showed me signs of Johnny Manziel, how he can just create plays in the college atmosphere um and so you know what anthony richardson have yourself a day uh congratulations you had the biggest performance and the biggest upset win of the week cool so my three star of the week a guy that passed for 20 he had 21 completions to 37 attempts a 56 percent passer rating he threw for 173 yards and two interceptions uh for the georgia bulldogs i want to give a shout out to quarterback bo nix uh that's really funny that's a great one <clears throat> Thank you. No, actually, this is my three-star of the week. Um, yeah, on the other side of the ball. 25 of 31, 80% completion percentage, two touchdowns, a 97 QBR, and a 201 passer rating. A guy that we have all shit on for the last year and a half came out and ball. I know, I know. I'm not doing this to make fun of you, but Stetson Bennett played his fucking ass off. That man came out there after we shown him all offseason said, yeah, he won. That's fine. It's a great story. He's done. He's still not going to be that good. He looked good. He looked really good. And especially that throw he made in the second quarter, I want to say, that was that was a Heisman moment kind of throw. I don't think he's going to be up there towards the end of the season. And shouts out to Deion Sanders' son uh, for completing his first 17 passes of the game. He deserves honorable mention. Yeah, um, respect. But anyway, moving on. Week two is ahead of us. We got our eight games that we're going to preview here and make our picks outright winners. Hope number number one, it's going to be our 11 a.m. kickoff. College Alabama. game day. It's 11 a.m. It's 11 a.m. kickoff. Yep. It's our what noon. asshole scheduled that? It's the Fox noon. Oh, we're gonna get Gus Johnson on that call. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk about that real quick. I like Gus Johnson. Yeah, he's cool. You said you don't like him? I said I do. Oh, well, I feel like everybody likes yeah, Gus cool. Johnson. Yeah, Gus well, is cool. I've heard I've heard a lot of people, Bra- uh, Braxton in particular, I hate Gus Johnson. Well, I think Gus Johnson's great. I, not, I need Gus Johnson to start the day off. I don't need him on a night game. He's I need, happy. I need Gus Johnson to start my 11 a.m. He gets my energy going at 11 a.m. Freddie's dead inside. So, perfect game. Starting off the day on Saturday, we got Alabama going to Austin and playing Texas. Uh, shouldn't be hard to pick this game, but just in case, Freddie, who do you have? And these are our games um, of the week. Eight. The one and only Alabama Crimson Tide. Yes, Bama is a shocker, twenty. Right? Point, Bama's a twenty-point favorite. Uh, some student asked me today. They go, so who do you got? And I go, what are you talking about? He was like, who's going to play it closer this year, A and M or Texas? And I thought about it for a second, and I'm sticking with what I said earlier today. I don't think Texas wins, but I think Texas keeps it closer than AM does just because of big playmaking ability with B. John Robinson. Um, and so I'm going to say Bama wins by 17 or 18, like a 49-31. I was just going to say Alabama. 49-31, Texas barely covers, but Bama wins. Alabama does, Texas covers the spread. Alabama does not, but Alabama does win. I think they're very good. Now, here's the thing. We're going to jump forward to next podcast where we're all three sitting here going, holy shit, Alabama kicked the fuck out of Texas, 49 to 10. 
Um, Could happen. All right, now we got the South Carolina game. Well, versus- no, but we thought that maybe because the LSU team that was almighty in 2019, Texas took them to the wire. It was still LSU. Yeah, um, but Texas took them close. They did. Um, so we all say Bama. Game two, South Carolina Gamecocks go down to Fayetteville and play the – what we are saying is hot Arkansas Razorbacks. What are we thinking? A- Arkansas is eight and a half point favor here. What are we thinking? I don't think it's not close, but I don't like I don't think it's anywhere near eight and a half. I think they'd probably win by 17, eight, 17 right. and 20. I, I think I think Arkansas covers and they cover well. Spencer Rattler had two picks in his debut. Uh, Arkansas rolls here. Um, we're taking the Razorbacks. I don't know. Like Spencer played like decent at some points, but then he just shoved the ball down it. Like you don't you don't throw two interceptions exactly. against. I, but Jordan I like State. Shane Beamer as a coach, and I don't like Sam Pittman. I think Arkansas plays to the level of their opponent every week. I don't know if Arkansas covers. I'm a little nervous about this game. If you're an Arkansas Razorback fan, I didn't see great things out of you week one. KJ Jefferson couldn't push the ball downfield. Sam Pittman's tits weren't looking good. In his shirt, it was red. It wasn't it was white. Red, yeah. But still, I want to. I I don't know about this game. I'm going to take Arkansas, but I'm not taking the points. I'm taking money line. I'm taking Arkansas covers. Okay. Tennessee versus Pitt. I think this is very simple. Uh, one team looked okay. One team looked great. They did what they needed to do against a team that sucked. One, two, three. Tennessee. The covers. Yeah, covers. I think, yeah. I think Tennessee kicks the shit out of them. I don't think they kick the shit out of them. I think it's kicked the shit. I think it's probably. I think it's another close one. I think last week hurt Pitt in the sense of they've already had their uh, hangover game. Uh, They had a very emotional game. I think Tennessee just comes out of here, takes care of business, wins this thing. But yeah, probably covers. Wins about thirteen. A and M versus Appalachian State. This was on my list of possible upsets of the biggest of the season. App State didn't look bad last week. A and M didn't look. Looked bad last week. Didn't look great. I don't know if AM covers here. I don't think AM covers. I think AM wins on a like AM doesn't give up 31. 38 to 24. Mm, I don't think that, that defense gives up 24 points to Appalachian State. So I'm gonna I'm, say it's 34 to 21. Here's my thing. AM does not cover. They go 0 for 2 on the cover, but AM survives in a too close for comfort game 30. 34 to 21, whatever. If App State does a score a lot, I think AM beats the crap out of them. And and that's another that's the point I'm trying to make is that I think AM's defense is very good. So it could it's either going to be 38 to 24 or it's going to be 42 to 10. I think this game is completely depending on that defense. I think it's a good fair score. Because if so UNC can score if you can score 63. If UNC can score go ahead, I'm sorry. Thank you. If UNC can score 63 sure. points on that defense, I, I think that Texas A&M is going to have a field day. Maybe not score 63, I think, but I think they're going I, to have an ample amount of points scored. I think this is another week of we're scared about Haynes King, but I think Haynes King has a coming out party against Miami. I think this game is too close for comfort. And then call me crazy. I think regardless of what happens this Saturday, Haynes King is going to come out and smoke Miami. Miami did put up 70. They did, but he's going to come out. This Miami is going to be Haynes King's coming out game where people are like, all right, Tyler Miami's not that bad. Um, and so, yes, we all take AM. Game four or five. I've got Houston versus Texas Tech. 
This is a, I'm actually I want to watch this game. This is going to be a great game. I'm taking Texas Tech. Okay. I think they knock off the top 25 Houston And Tech Cougars. is favored. Tech is the three-point favorite favored, at home. And they've got it at home. Joe McGuire showed a great, great performance in week one. Give me Texas Tech. I can't name you a player on their team. I just like the team real quick. I hate Lubbock. They only threw it like 20 times last yeah. week. They're a different Tech. Uh, we're going Houston. I'm rocking Houston here. You are? Yeah, we're switching it up. I like I like. I've got to make myself different. So Yeah. We, yeah. I like the Cougars here. I think the Cougars play another close game, but they win. I think, well, if they win, obviously they cover, but I think they win by about seven. So in like this a high next score, game, I think a I think a thirty-eight thirty-one for mm-hmm. Houston. Freddie, what you got, Houston? Yeah, and this next game is either team going to score a touchdown? Uh, yes. Does is this next game? Next game? My God, I can't speak tonight. That's what I was trying to say. I wasn't interrupting you earlier. I was just trying to say I can't speak. Iowa State versus Iowa. What does the people in Vegas know that we don't? Because Iowa scored seven points, and no, they didn't score a touchdown last week. If I told you, Freddie, if you were just sitting on your couch and I came in and said, hey, William, Iowa State's defense outscored their offense, you would look at me and go, Iowa's. Yeah, I- Iowa's defense outscored their offense. You would look at me and go, yeah, you're probably right. And then I would say, Freddie, Iowa's defense didn't score a touchdown. You would look at me and go, Santa Claus. Um, I thought that was before I funnier than it was. No, it's fine. Uh, no, Everyone, I'll go work no on one listening is laughing. It's all right. Um, what are we thinking here? Iowa State goes. This is a fun week two tonight. game. I don't know how they're – I thought that's normally like a week 12. This is me. Yeah, mm. it's very early. Um, very, what are we thinking? Iowa State goes to, goes to Iowa and plays them. What are we thinking? Uh, we're gonna I'm go with the, the the road upset. I think Iowa State wins because Iowa, Iowa has shown me no reason that they can score a single touchdown, much less win a football game. This game is the scariest of the eight to me because I can see one of these two scenarios. Matt Campbell has is I deserve a big coaching job moment, and they go out there and take care of business, or Iowa proves to me yet again, like they did last year, that they deserve to be a household name in terms of a top team. Oh, I kind of want to differ here. Uh, Does Matt Campbell get it done? What is their quarterback like, huh? Can they run the ball? Can I do this real quickly? I got to pee so fucking bad. No, you're good. Well, I got to pee. Can I do? We'll we'll talk about UFC real quick. You're good. No, I've got got Florida and BYU. Okay, well, (laughs) um. But, Freddie, I'm going to say, oh, God, I'm going to take Iowa, actually. I think Iowa somehow does it. It's going to be like a 17-16 game. A last-second field goal is what I'm taking here. Iowa gets it done. That game is going to be fucking miserable to watch. But it could be fun. You never know. Um, Anyway, quick UFC update for 30 seconds. Uh, Cyril Ghosn put on a master clinic against Tai Tuvasa, although – Taichi Vasa knocked Cyril Gone to his ass for the first time ever. Very cool. And then Bobby Knuckles gets it done in the middleweight division. This upcoming weekend, this should be out beforehand. Hamzat Shemaev fights Nate Diaz. Anyway, let's move on. Hamzat, Kentucky, yeah. yeah. Hamzat. Uh, Kentucky goes on the road to play Florida, the new number 12 team in the country. Florida is the thank you that scratched my nose. It's all right. Yeah, that's cute. Um, my neck has been broken. My nose has been ripped. Um, everything is going downhill. Florida, the four and a half point favorite. 
I remember a lot of us said, even a week ago, that Kentucky could easily be a one-loss team going into that Georgia game. Do we think it happens now, or what's happening? Uh, I think it happens now. I think Florida is back. I think Florida's back. I think they're good. And I hate to say it because I hate Well, I don't know because so like that's the thing that sucks about these like unranked wake victories against the top 10, top 15 team week one. You don't know if that top 15 team is just overrated as fuck. And as well, you have Florida playing in the swamp and you have you. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think. You know what? I, I highlighted Florida originally, but I think Kentucky somehow, by the grace of God, gets it done. Who'd we'll you say Florida. Yeah, I Kentucky. Florida. Oh, sorry. Oh, man, this goes against everything I said. I'm taking Florida here. Yeah. I, I don't know if Will Levis can do it in the swamp. So is the only uh, game we differ on. Oh, no, I picked. I picked Texas Iowa Tech. and I picked Houston. Okay. Different on Texas two. Tech and Iowa State. Uh, Baylor, BYU, this is. <clears throat> Three and a half point favorite for the Cougs. Probably the late night game. Yes. I think Baylor won last year when they played. Yeah, I didn't realize how tough BYU's schedule is. It's very tough. They play Arkansas later. They, they play, play USC. Cincy. They play Oregon. Although that may not be tough, but yeah, Freddie, what are you putting think? on the Brian Kelly background? That's fine. Baylor or BYU, Freddie? What are we thinking? I'm we got going to go, go with the green and gold. Sick them. Sick them, baby. I'm, I'm Freddie, and this, let's hear it right I'm, here. Freddie isn't, is in, I'm not going to say that. I joke. am going That's a bad I'm, joke, and I'm not going to say okay. it. Okay. Anyway, Penn goes BYU while he's recollecting himself. I go Baylor. Okay, you knew where I was going. Right? Yes. Cool. Um, anyway, uh, we got our GQs. We only got three. What this did I week. choose? You chose BYU. We're sure. choosing Baylor. Okay. No, I gotta ride with y'all because I can't lose that bet. I'll choose BYU or BYU loses. Are Baylor you choosing Baylor or BYU? I'm choosing. I'm Baylor. taking Baylor, but I'm taking points. No, I'm okay, so Baylor. Baylor, Baylor, everybody. Three and a half. I'm points. taking Baylor plus three and a half. Okay, so Baylor wins on points. This is Peyton. Peyton so Lock, Peyton. Baylor wins the game, or BYU wins the game. That's the thing we'll find out on Saturday. No, answer you the tell fucking me. question. Yep. Yes. You're scared. Pick it. Now. I don't know. I don't know anything. We're choosing. I, we're choosing BYU. For you I pick would... it now for our podcast rankings. Go BYU three and a, not Baylor, even Baylor Baylor because I'm not deteriorating for y'all. Okay, we're all going Baylor here. Okay, GQ. Best breakfast food. Choose one. Okay, because we got a fantasy draft in ten minutes. Not, but that's, it's best, best fast food. You're so breakfast. discombobulated. <laughs> Go, oh my god. Okay, our first breakfast. GQ. I'm going McDonald's. I'm going Whataburger because they took away the jalapeno cheddar biscuit. They fell to two, and I'm putting Chick Fil A one. But Chick Fil A burrito and spicy chicken biscuit and egg white delight undeleted. Oh, uh, I was thinking specific meal. Undeleted. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My my top fast food breakfast is Chick Fil A. We're doing the spicy biscuit meal. Um, wow, over the burrito. I love the spicy biscuits. You Great. like the dry biscuit? I didn't know you were a dry guy. You go ahead. Put some sauce on. So Chick Fil A sweeps the board as number one breakfast place. Uh, spicy chicken biscuit with Chick Fil A sauce and a sweet tea, undefeated. undefeated. Second question we have is Zach. This Zach made this question. It's a brilliant question. Uh, what is the biggest thing you missed from your childhood? Okay, and my reasoning on this, I'll be quick, is I was going over to some friend's house. 
We're down there on Lower Greenville in Dallas, and I see a crew, an absolute fucking crew of eight dudes, all middle school probably, ripping their bikes at the corner of Popeyes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes me so sad. I miss those days. And so my answer is just being able to roam the neighborhoods with my friends. It's it's a very simple answer. It should be all of ours. Uh, getting to have the freedom to go wherever because your parents trust you. Um, and so, yeah, I have that. What are you, what are you thinking? Um, I think I've touched on this before, but I'm going to go back to Christmas time. And I think it's Christmas Eve celebrating. We go to a family friend's house every year. It was the drive back. Freddie knows what this is. They lived out in uh, uh, Pinewood. They lived out in Pinewood. And so that drive back from their place to my house, I don't think our zero to 10 demographic is that large. So I would, uh, my parents would say, Peyton, look up at the sky for Santa Claus. And it would be that feeling, looking up, looking for Santa Claus, putting out the milk and cookies, and then waking up on Christmas morning as a kid. That was, that's the best feeling yeah. there is. Yeah, I love and My that. family did a thing where we, on Christmas morning, would like reread and retell. When my grandparents were around, they would have all of us grandchildren reenact the Christmas story. I need to see you in a shepherd outfit. But it was when I was young, <laughs> but it was just... No, but just imagine this. Isabella, who, quick promo, is going to be on the homecoming court at the Planovers, Plano East game in two weeks. She's in the final wow. three of girls. Congratulations to Isabella Bryan. Yeah, uh, but it was crazy to think about, like, when she was a newborn baby, it was like me and my cousins would walk oh, out, yeah. and she was baby Jesus, and that was just fun. Can we go to that? Uh, we will be there for his rain dunk. The things you're I do for you. Go, the not, things I do wow. for you. Wow. You're not going to go to your Remi No, I... I want you to hear everyone's excuse and remember what I'm doing for you. Piss off. Fuck you. That, I yeah. hate you, Freddie. All righty. You're a beautiful uh, Freddie, go, go ahead. Biggest thing you missed from your childhood. My biggest, it's a single event, actually. And uh, Griffin Kanzler, I know you're listening to this podcast right now. And my thing that I missed most from my childhood was sixth grade when I ripped a double off of you and you got taken out of a baseball game because of me. <laughs> me? Griffin. Is your name oh. Griffin Kanzler? No, but you normally shit on me. Um, best single season of TV. And this is our finale. Going season, I've got three. I've got going season five, Parks and Rec. I've got season one of Friday Night Lights. And either, I can't remember which one it was, but season two or three of The West Wing. Okay. My top three, really quick, in no particular order. Season nine of Family Guy. Season five, the finale season of Breaking Bad. And season one it doesn't carry on after the first season, but of True Detective. Oh, I was going to say Prison Break, but yeah. True that's... Detective is phenomenal. Um, my number one season How I Met all Your time. Mother, season three, four, and five. Season three. <laughs> Designated Survivor, uh -huh. season two. And then okay. season four. Of oh, season two over season one. Yes. It's very close, but but makes it. You have two How better. I Met Your Mother. I've seen How I Met Your Mother a million times. You, but you have two you seasons like your, of that like show. Oh, yes, I have. Yes, I have three and then four. Okay. Um, right. I talk, I talk I'm sorry we rushed through this, everybody. We still have <laughs> six minutes left to our fantasy draft, but we do need to get prepared. Uh, excited for season week two of college football. Um, game of the week is obviously Southern versus LSU. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. It's whoever UNC is. What is the line? Uh, probably LSU by two. Plus four. Um, I think the over under in the Iowa State Iowa game might be two. Um, and I may take the under. So, uh, <laughs> um, 
guys, let's strap in. We've got, uh, I think, 15 weeks left till Alabama plays Ohio State yeah. or Georgia in the national. The theme of this, this theme of this episode is no turning back. That's the best way I could put it. There's, we're too far in. We're a weekend and the season's over. It's too guys. Far in. It's been a fun episode. Uh, this is Saturday morning shotgun. Good night.